few people here who were in here last week. So, um, um, we're just going to brush over quickly so that um, they come on board with us just a little bit. Yeah, so I'm just going to rush through it, you know, so that they have a, a quick understanding of what's going on. So last week, we I'll just use this picture to give you a summary of what happened last week. Last week, we had Joshua, the high priest in Zechariah 3, who was in the courts of heaven. And in the case of Joshua, the enemy, Satan, was accusing Joshua. And the Lord, who was the righteous, who is the righteous judge, instructed Satan not to, to that he had no power over, over Joshua. He said, the Lord rebuke you, um, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Israel rebuke you. So we learned from there that when the enemy comes at us, he's not just coming at I as a person, he's coming against everything he has given to me as my assignment. All the people, all the amazing um, um, destiny he has planned out for me, that the enemy comes after that. And that's why the Lord was like the God who has chosen Israel. In other words, saying that on behalf of my nation, I rebuke you, Satan. We saw that the Lord instructed those who stood by to remove filthy garments from from Zachariah, from um, sorry, from Joshua, and give him clean garments. And then we also saw Zachariah, who was a man like you and I, ordinary person, but somebody who was walking in the ways of the Lord. He was also present in the heavenly courts. This is Zachariah um, three, from verse one to seven. Zachariah was there, and Zachariah uh, ordered the people, the sons of God, who were in the courts of heaven, to remove. To give um, Joshua, the high priest, a turban. said, put a turban on him. So we saw that Zechariah also had a say and had a place in the heavens with the sons of God. And he was able to decree that over Joshua. And, you know, that was how we ended with Zechariah. And the instruction was, the Lord gave Joshua, was like, Joshua, if you will walk in my ways, if you will keep my laws, if you will judge my house and judge my courts, then I'll give you a place among these who stand here. So we saw from that that you and I are so welcome, are so loved, and have equal access through the, the, the sacrifice of Jesus to be here amongst these, like Joshua did, like Zechariah did. So, But in the case of Job, we saw that in chapter 1, um, Satan came, and he, he, the Lord was bragging on Job. He was like, have you considered my servant Job? That there's no one like him. That he's, you know, he's, he's impure. That he's righteous. And Job uh, was not present when all of this was going on. And Satan told the Lord, he said, does Job serve you for nothing? You know, you have built a hedge around him. I can't even touch him. You know, and from that we saw that, oh my God, we also have a hedge. You know, and we also refer to um, Deuteronomy where we saw that um, if you break the hedge, the serpent will strike. So most of us have a hedge around us, but because we are unaware of that hedge, we break it. The enemy puts things in our way that sometimes we fall to not knowing 
our true identity will fall to those things and he gives him access to afflict us um, in the case of job the lord was just bragging about him and here was satan saying that oh i can't touch him because of that hedge and the lord just gave him permission to first afflict job by getting rid of his uh, well he didn't specify what the affliction would be but the devil chose to kill all his children take all his property uh, destroy all his um uh, flocks those were i mean he was the richest man in the east you know he was so blessed that all of that was taken away because of an accusation so we saw from there that the lord is all the while bragging about you awash bragging about you jean bragging about you chantel bragging about all you amazing ladies and what's happening the enemy is there saying that oh do they not um do they fear you for nothing do they choose you for nothing oh they are following you basically the, the satan is saying that oh nadia follows you because you're protecting her family oh nadia follows you because you've given her children oh nadia follows you because you've given her a roof over her head you know so some of these accusations we are not even aware of but now that we're studying job we are seeing that hey my life and your life is not dependent on just what goes on here that the main things that take place are being orchestrated in the heavenlies where the enemy is the accuser and he is accusing you and I over there and that's why he has the title the accuser of the brethren I sent, I sent out some scriptures to those who attended last week it was revelations 12 verse 10 b so that you can read it and see where it says that he is the accuser of the brethren and today um um if uh, we can all just um, get those scriptures ready so that we can rush through since we're trying to brush through and get everybody up to speed that would be awesome but i'm just gonna read revelations 12 10 verse 10 b where it says that for the accuser of our brethren believing brothers he who keeps charging keeps bringing charges against them day and night so it's never stopped it's still ongoing today you know so we're bringing this into our, our awareness that this is a reality that is going on right now this is what the devil is doing so um we'll proceed to job 16 verse 19 if um somebody is there uh, please get that ready. Can somebody else please get Job 9.33 ready? And it will be great if someone gets um, Job 13.18 um, ready, please. So if you are in Job 16 verse 19, please read. Is anybody there? Yes. Please even, read. Yeah. Even now, my witness is in heaven, and he who testifies for me is on high. Wow. You see, this we're talking about Job here. So Job finds himself being attacked with all of this stuff. Because we saw that in verse 2, when Satan didn't succeed against him, Satan came to the Lord and said, skin, uh, skin for skin. You know, if, if you hurt him with the skin, with a disease, then, okay, that will be his breaking point. He will curse you to your face. 
and then the, the, the disease started, the sickness started, the infirmity started, and Job was true to who he was, even his wife. You know, it's crazy. The devil sets you up, and then he puts the person you love the most, not just the person you love the most, the only person you have alive, the person you are struggling together with because you've lost 10 children, God, the devil will use that person to tell you to curse God to your face. Like, the opposition that the enemy set to, has put in place to come against the children of God is ridiculous. It just shows you that we need to be in this court. And Job wasn't there, you know. And in this scripture um, that Sally just read, this is Job in the Old Testament saying that he has a weakness. So Job realized, Job is coming to the realization that I need a witness. I need someone who can testify on my behalf. And that's what we just read. And he's saying that his witness is in heaven. He knew that his witness had to be in heaven, had to be God. This is Job. You know, other scripture says that um, I know that my mediator, other scriptures say mediator, and we, you and I know that Jesus Christ is our mediator, you know. So um, whoever is in Job 9.33 should please go there too. And just go ahead and read. Um, 33, Job 9.33, there is no arbitrator between us who could lay his hand upon us. Upon, upon us both. Yeah, can you read 34 to 34? Okay. Let him take his road away from me and let not the dread and the fear of him terrify me. Wow. So, other, does, does somebody else have another translation? Yemi, do you have another translation? No, I do. Uh, Joe, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I have the New International. Okay, please. Read. If only there was someone to mediate between us, someone to bring us together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the next verse. Okay, 34. Someone to remove God's rod from me so that his terror would frighten me no more. Mm. Clearly, you can see the other, the other um, uh, version Marie read said arbitrator. And uh, June's ver uh, uh, um, translation says mediator who will lay his hand on me. Other scriptures also ex express that by saying who will lay his hand on me and on God. To bring, to bring us into an agreement, to make peace between us. So, this is Job thinking that God was the one afflicting him. But he was getting a sense that this is a matter where I need someone who is a mediator. And that mediator has to be in heaven. It should be someone who is able to be both man and God. 